everybody. Welcome to Lords of Order, a DC Dr. Fate fan podcast. I'm your host, Ed Moore, and this is episode 34. We have talked about much Dr. Fate, and we have much more to go before we reach the end. In all honesty, I'll probably give up doing the podcast before I get done with all of his appearances. But, you know, for right now, I'm interested. We're in it. Let's go. If you want to leave feedback about how much longer I'll do the show, or anything for that matter, you can send it to DrFateFanPodcast at gmail.com. That's the email address. BigTimeNoise.com slash DrFate is the website, which is part of the Comic Book Noise Network, which is part of the Deliberate Noise Network, which is run by Derek Coward. Lords of Order also have Google Plus... Uh, let me let me try that again. Lords of Order also has Google Plus and Facebook pages there. I had a little tense problem there. Topic is the Fishman. Okay, sorry, I'm not sure what's going on today. I, I think my my bunny focus is is uh, hurting me here. The Fishman of Nairol Amen is the story. That is from More Fun Comics, issue 65, cover dated March 1941, and that is brought to us by Gardner Fox and Howard Sherman. And perhaps someone else on colors, but the colorist isn't really kept up with too well in these Golden Age books. I would love to know who colored these, because that's an aspect of a lot of the Golden Age books that is not um, kept up with very well, if at all. This is one of my uh, more favored Dr. Fate stories so far because it uses, pays homage, is a rip-off of, however you want to put it, the Cthulhu Mythos, with Nerol Amen being pretty obviously an attempt at pulling the Cthulhu mythos into Dr. Fate, who I think is the perfect protagonist for investigations of Cthulhu mythic stories. Um, Also, anyone that knows me on social media can pretty well guess that I'm a fan of Cthulhu as my avatar, my screen name, most often is Miskatonic. Um, and I'll let you guys put the pieces together as to why one is related to the other. All right, we open with the narrator telling us, High in his tower above the ghostly Salem Hills, the strange creature known as Dr. Fate keeps watch on the world for the menaces that have to do with the lost wisdom of the ancients. And this particular story opens with Dr. Fate seeing in his scrying sphere the fishman of Nial Amen. As one is standing here uh, in a shoreline, on a shoreline, on a shoreline. And Dr. Fate sees and says, unless my eyes deceive me, I have just seen a fishman of Nial Amen. Destiny of 50, uh, dynasty, excuse me dynasty of 50,000 years ago. So that uh, tells us how long ago we are reaching to find this particular menace. 
Only I can prevent Nerl Amen from overrunning the globe, if that is what he means to do. Dr. Fate says as he launches himself from the uppermost parapet of his his tower and flies. Uh, I would assume using his cape of force, uh, as it has been called last issue, I think. Do not know, but he heads out over the ocean. Meanwhile, we see the naval beast... Uh, uh, wow. The naval base at Hawaii. I apologize, guys. I'm having some uh, vocal enunciation problems, and that's uh, pretty rough for somebody trying to do a podcast, isn't it? Um, I assume that that is a reference to Pearl Harbor, as that is the naval base we have in in Hawaii. But the fishman comes ashore and confronts a couple soldiers who talk back and forth. You know, are you seeing this? Well, what are we seeing? Well, what is it? And in the midst of their talking, the fishman attacks, saying, rash air breathers, die then. And he holds up his, his, let's see, do they call it a pitchfork? Are they? No, they call it a spear, but actually it's a trident. And uh, lightning shoots out from the trident and kills both of these soldiers. And it's kind of a greenish uh, looking kind of lightning, I guess, uh, Blue they couldn't do because they're in water. And yellow is what they were doing for the background and the background of the uh, narrator boxes. So I I guess green is what's left. Because next panel, the background, like we, we have on this page, the first three panels, the background, which is the atmosphere, the sky, however far you want to look up, is red in the first panel, blue in the second, and yellow in the third. So I, they're pretty much running through all their colors that they have available there. They're not going to be able to do much you know, in those panels because of how much space is taken by those. Um, Chef Terry, red, blue, and yellow, are those all primaries? Yes. Okay. Green, is green a primary? No, it's yellow and blue. Yellow and blue, okay. So next panel, uh, that is my uh, wife, Chef Terry. She's sitting over here doing something on the iPad. She's my go-to person. She's also on the Mighty Thor podcast with me, if you guys have any interest in Thor. The fishmen now start coming ashore in force, attacking soldiers affiliated with the naval base, but we don't necessarily see the base itself. Well, maybe in one panel here off to the side, we see something that is supposed to be kind of Buildingish or maybe bunkerish here. Uh, we do see a large machine gun atop something here, and all the soldiers look like what I associate with being World War One doughboys. Is how they're dressed with the helmets and the types of weapons that they have and everything like that. So the fishmen are coming ashore. We captured this base, then on to subdue the world. One of them says. Dr. Fate arrives just in time to save those humans that haven't already been killed. He drops in between the two groups from the sky and says, Peace, go back whence you came or be destroyed to the humans. He said, no, I'm kidding. He said that to the fishmen. But they they seem unaffected. They turn their lightning trident emitters on Dr. Fate. Uh, One saying, a madman, we shall slay him too. But Dr. Fate calls upon the power in his body and directs it as flames towards the fishmen. 
running them off. Uh, probably killed some, but ran others back into the ocean, back to where they came from, in air quotes there. One of the soldiers speaks to Dr. Fate, says, Gads, man, that was wonderful, but who are you? I am known as Dr. Fate. I'm going after those fishmen to Nyarl Amen and destroy them. And the soldier responds, but, but I'm not at all sure but that he will destroy them. Wonder who he really is and where he gets that awful power of his. Narrator panel. On answer to the officer's query, Dr. Fate is a man possessing the knowledge of the Chaldeans, Egyptians, and those races that dwelt before our written history begins. Atlantis, the lost... Mu, the sunken magic and the lost arts, the secrets of nature and the universe are his. He uses them to combat secret evils abroad in the world. I'm sorry if my breaking of those seemed kind of weird. I tried to read it as best I thought it should be, but it's broken up in only like two or three word sections, uh, lines. So it's kind of hard to get any kind of pace in, in how they meant it. So Dr. Fate dives into the ocean, and I really dig the way that um, Sherman draws the ocean effect with bubbles and fish that Dr. Fate is uh, swimming through. It, it, it really obscures Dr. Fate quite a bit, to be honest, but you can really tell that he's in the ocean. So it, it, it really gets the point across without losing any aspects of it. So Dr. Fate uh, says he must search the seafloor until he finds the city of Nyarl Amen, which ultimately he does, of course. We cut inside, and one of the foot soldier fish creatures that Dr. Fate drove off comes and bows before the actual entity Quarrel Amen, the ancient one. And he says, a creature of the other world overcame us with flames. And his liege says, Am I served by nitwits? Send a fresh force out after him. Bring him to me. Dr. Fate is here. He has snuck into the palace already. And he sees one uh, particular room where he says that there are two glass eyes that begin to gleam hypnotically. And one of the sea creatures is before the eyes and says, The strength of the American army is as follows. Trained men, 300,000. Airplanes, 3,000. Then we cut to Dr. Fate. He says, The magic eyes of Nyarl Amen, they make their beholder tell what they wish. I must stop that ancient devil at once. He possesses power that once loosed would overrun the world. And he says this to... Okay, I see. The uh, panel was kind of obscured here because it's a a bad copy for me but it's uh, it's an american soldier that is standing before the eyes giving away the secrets so dr fate uh that that he was saying um he possesses powers that etc etc he's saying to the soldier who he has released from the hypnotic state that the eyes put him in and he tells the soldier he says wait here uh he's going to go confront niral amen which he does uh, a man has surrounded himself with a, a flame circle, and he says that the fire shall protect him, and it does. Uh, Dr. Fate recognizes it and goes back to the soldier, grabs the soldier, and safely flies him up to a 
small island where he tells him a tramp steamer will pick you up. And he goes back down, excuse me, confronts a soldier trying to get back to Neural and is fired upon by Grecian fire, they call it. It burns underwater. Because the cool thing, when he was swimming, the, the art, again, was that obscured lines and bubbles and definitely underwater kind of feel to it. But when he gets into the Citadel, it, it all looks like he is just inside a structure. So, you know, you may lose track of the fact that he's truly underwater. So it's cool that the narrator tells us that the Grecian fire... It ignites when it when it meets water, so obviously it's uh, like a flamethrower because they're underwater, they're immersed. The soldier says this fire will burn you. Dr. Fate retorts, close but not close enough. Fights him hand-to-hand, gives him a big sock on his uh, fishy chin there, knocks him out, and as he falls, he falls on his own sword, killing himself, or being killed, I guess. Dr. Fate... Uh, leaves the citadel, flies up into the sky, and then comes back down at the fortress, emitting electricity this time from his fingers that has been stored up in his in his body. Um, well, I guess it's not electricity. I guess it's some sort of force or power. But to me, it looks like electricity or lightning, the way they've done it. Not the flame-colored lightning bolt streaky looking things that he'll do sometimes but this actually looks like lightning so I guess that is to uh, emulate uh, force energy emission the underwater citadel explodes and and we are told that uh, the fallen ruins shelter no single thread of life except a fish or two and Dr. Fate flies off Speaking aloud, such is my lot to guard mankind from the weird threats of eerie evil. That is Nyarl Amen's story from issue 65. Next time for us will be More Fun Comics, um, issue 65 of More Fun Comics, rather. Next episode will be More Fun Comics, issue 66. See you guys then. Ciao. Production and as such is licensed under a Creative Commons attribution, non commercial, non derivative 3.0 unported license.